Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no frosting. All our stories are brought to you totally uncooked. We serve them up raw. So listen, go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, and allow us in your homes for the next few minutes. I guarantee to entertain you. My name is Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to yet another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. And you know here we discuss everything with absolutely uh, no flavoring. There's no sugar. There's no frosting. If you need some frosting on your cake, if you need some sugar in your coffee, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Because out here, we serve it up raw. And that's the kind of what I want to uh, talk about today is an interview on uh, MSNBC with uh, Alice Witt interviewing uh, Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club and uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton, as we all know. Uh, And I have some uh, opinionated commentary from um, Philip Scott of the uh, African diaspora. I would also like for you to hear his opinion on the uh, Ahmad Avery uh, uh, lynching, modern day lynching. And this is what uh, Al Sharpton and Charlemagne wants to address as well because we think that it was a senseless killing that took us back 50 years uh, to the very same thing that our uh, parents and grandparents used to uh, suffer at the uh, hands of uh, white supremacists. Let's listen in to this interview. a very uh, difficult subject right now and get both of you to weigh in on the Ahmad Arbery case. First up, let's all take a listen to his heartbroken father. This was in an interview with my colleague Craig Melvin a bit earlier. Take a listen. His heart was just bigger than life. He just loved people. He just was a good young man. And he just was outgoing with everybody. So he just loved the people. He just, he just And I know, Rev, that you hosted a town hall on Facebook Live. You're often in the trenches, the one consoling families who've lost loved ones in these tragedies. You've done it before. You're going to do it again. Why is this still happening? And is there a plan out there, Rev, by anyone that could help put a stop to this? Well, I I think that uh, when I talked to the father on the town hall and I had the mother on my radio show this morning, uh, you're dealing with parents that are talking about a young man that was jogging. And clearly the tape shows that though we got involved uh, in the case before the tape went public, uh, working with the uh, lawyers and standing up saying that there needed to be an arrest. If you see this tape, Alex and Charlemagne, the tape came out Wednesday, I think, of this week, 
but he was killed February 23rd. Yeah. Who saw the tape in the prosecutor's office and felt there was no probable cause based on the tape to make an arrest? For two months, somebody had this tape, they had knowledge of what was on the tape, and they made no arrest. So there clearly needs to be some accountability there. So when you say, how will this stop? You must have prosecutors that will operate within the law. The law says probable cause. You don't try a case at the scene. You have an unarmed, dead young man. You have two people there standing there with a magnum and a, uh, and a rifle. And there is probable cause to make an arrest backed up by a video that somebody had that we didn't see for two months it's outrageous and i think that the tone even the president saying well he looked good in the tuxedo but we haven't seen everything he always kind of will not go there and say this will not be tolerated the federal government will back this 100 percent he equivocated and if tim scott wants to help him in the black community i agree with uh, charlamagne we should hear from both sides but we can't hear equivocation when you have something like this that even joe biden is calling cold-blooded murder Charlamagne, I'm sure that you have some thoughts to share on this. So what are they? Yeah, my thoughts, man, you know, rest in peace to that brother and rest of condolences to his family. Uh, I wish that brother had a gun on him while he was jogging so he could have defended himself against those thugs, those goons, uh, those terrorists. Uh, I call them vanilla ISIS. That's what I call them. They hunted him down like he was a deer. And I would also tell all my brothers and sisters out there to go buy yourself a legal firearm and learn how to use it so you can protect yourself and your family. I am 2A all day, and I think when you're a black person in America, owning a legal firearm is a form of self-care. So that's my thoughts on that. I wish that brother had a gun on him while he was jogging, but he could have defended himself. I would much rather see him, you know, uh, in prison fighting for his freedom, in jail fighting for his freedom as opposed to, you know, being in a casket right now. Charlemagne, can I ask you, since these two, uh, they've been charged with murder, we don't know if there'll be anybody else who will be brought into uh, the charges. This father and son were showing their pictures right now. Um, the legal system, uh, the Rev talked aspirationally about what changes he would like to see in the legal system. Talk about that, because... While I, I can understand the emotions behind what you said about what you wish people would do uh, within the black community, I'm sure you also understand that the prospect of everybody going out there and using guns to make their points or defend themselves or attack, uh, that may not turn out well in the big picture. Well, that's, that's not what I said. I didn't say people should use their guns and go out there and go out there and attack. I said people should own legal firearms so they can defend themselves against these kind of attacks. That's what I said. Now, um, as far as the legal, the justice system, I don't have any favor in the justice system. I've seen plenty of, you know, uh, white, white people get off for killing unarmed black men in this country. So I don't have any faith in the legal system. So therefore, since I don't have any faith in the legal system, that's why I'm telling all my brothers and sisters out there to go buy yourself a legal firearm and learn how to use it so you can protect yourself against these kind of threats. All right. Well, Second I'm Amendment. Glad. I'm glad the that you... The Constitution is for all of them, right? Pardon me, sir? I'm... The Constitution is for all of us, right? 
hundred percent. Well, that, that's that's the question. That's why I I, I think we got to be real careful. Is the constitution for all of us, and who breaks that? Who raises this? What Charlemagne is saying is the continued lack of the justice system treating us like it's for all of us. Many of us that are committed to nonviolence, our, our problem is not people feeling they should get a gun. Our problem is people that will not enforce the law. This young man had the legal right to jog, and he was killed. Now, what is the system going to do about it? Well, one thing I've uh, raised with many of my interviews about this topic over the last couple of days has been whether or not these two people that claim to have had uh, justifiable cause to do what they're calling a citizen's arrest, why in the world they had loaded shotguns and a loaded Magnum 357 pointed at this young man, this jogger, and how is that legal? It's been a, my explanation to both of you that that is not legal at this point. So therein lies a point right there that needs to be debated. Listen, guys, um, I have to go, but I'm really glad to have spoken with both of you and send you both virtual hugs. Thank you for wishing me a happy Mother's Day. You guys right. have a good Sunday. Thank you. And you guys be sure to catch the Rev, of course. Now, that was a very interesting interview, but let me point out a few things about uh, uh, Alexa uh, uh, The twit, I mean, twit. She clearly tried to mix up the words that uh, Charlemagne uh, tried to use. I don't know where she got attacked from when he used the word defend, to defend yourself. And she also was like, well, I, I don't think y'all should have a gun to make your point or to attack people. Clearly, these, these are not the words that Charlemagne used uh, when he went to make his point about uh, black brothers and sisters protecting themselves from um, this type of aggression to be able to uh, defend themselves in the event that one of them are uh, crosses a situation like this. Uh, now, we have a, a, a few comments that uh, I want to leave, uh, read from um, some of the viewers. And one of them says, uh, Charlemagne, uh, we salute you, my brother. Um, that's from Sly. And then um, um, from Robert, we have... Uh, Notice how she heard attack when clearly he did not say that. He said defend. That's a point that I just brought to you. So, and then there's more comments, but I, I, I'm not going to bother you with that because I want to hear um, Philip Scott's opinion on... Um, uh, this very interesting uh, interview. Let's let's hear what he has to say. Okay, so the host Alex Witt, that's her name. So when Charlemagne has stated what he stated, I couldn't disagree with any part of that in the beginning. He called them terrorists. He called them thugs. He said he wished the brother had a firearm that way he could defend himself. I don't see an issue with that. The Second Amendment is for black people too, right? And maybe black people would practice Second Amendment rights, like he said, legally own uh, your firearms, and you shouldn't have people messing with you. But now let's focus on what she was saying. 
right? And let, let me let me read um, exactly so I don't misquote anything. She says, I'm sure you understand that the prospect of everybody going out there and using guns to make their points or defend themselves or attack. That may not turn out well in the big picture. First and foremost, what all these white folks are doing in these reopen um, the, the, the state rallies? What about in Michigan with all them guns? Why didn't you say that then? about we should they shouldn't be bringing guns out to make a point. That's all they do is bring out guns to make a point. But when Charlemagne says that, hey, black people should arm themselves so they won't be victims of terrorism, that's a problem for you? And listen, in the beginning, folks, you started to say, like, well, Reverend Al talked about the criminal justice system and everything. Let's talk about that. Like, telling him, don't be talking about all that. We don't want to talk about arming yourselves Let's go on and stay on the hamster wheel here, dealing with people like them. See, they want you defenseless. They want you to not be able to equal the playing field. You understand? So then when she says that to defend themselves, so this woman don't even want black people to defend themselves. Then she says attack. That man said nothing about attacking. He said to have a gun on you to defend yourself in case someone go attack you. He didn't say nothing about going to attack nobody, but that's what they do, okay? Now, she said, they may not turn out well in the big picture. For who? Who it may not turn out well for, Alex? We want to know, because it's not turning out well now. Um, he didn't have a gun on him, Armand Arbery. They didn't turn out well for him. So, oh, it's not going to turn out well because they were black people even the playing field? Why didn't tell white people that it's not going to turn out well when they bought two, two million firearms since this pandemic. Why are you going to tell the white people that? That you buying too many firearms, that's not going to end well in the big, big picture. See, they tell y'all all that because they try to scare you, okay? I noticed that. They like to psych you out. Oh, well, you know, you don't want to get no guns. Or they got more than you. They got, you know, man, you can have a hundred of them. You can have a million of them. All you got is two hands. <laughs> I always tell people that at the end of the day, all day, most of the time, unless you have something that just don't have much of a recall, you're not going to do nothing with more than one, one good one, maybe two. So don't tell me about all what you got. Don't mean you know how to use it. Don't mean you, you practice with it. Don't trust me. I'm not going to go into a too deep conversation with this, but you have a right to, as Charlemagne say, second amendment of, for black people, the constitution of black people, right? And she had to say it. She didn't want to say it. She didn't want to say, yeah, the Constitution of black people. She didn't want to say that. She sure did. Because she had to double down and say, dog, I got to say it, it's for black people. What does that mean? But I tell you what she didn't say. When Charlemagne asked her, uh, uh, the Second Amendment, the Constitution is for everybody, right? Did you notice she didn't say yes? She said, uh, oh, 100. But that's not what he asked you. He asked you a specific question. Is the Constitution for everyone? Your answer should have been yes. But, oh, no, she's not going to let that come out of her mouth because then she's uh, straying away from her uh, white supremacy. She don't want to upset her her uh, husband and, and bosses and the uh, white male authority figures that she have to uh, answer to. Oh no, she didn't want to say that with with uh, 
Donald Trump in the office. She goes, oh yeah, 100. Which is technically what? A, a black term. Because we keep it 100. You know? But that was her way of getting around saying the word uh, yes. As for black people, then you have Second Amendment rights. And black people have every right to legally obtain firearms. Legally obtain um, body armor or anything else they want. It's that simple. And white folks can have it, then black folks can have it. And we're not advocating violence. Brother Phil Scott isn't. Uh, Teddy G, I am not. We are simply saying that we need to arm ourselves to protect ourselves because we have a failing uh, uh, judicial system that does not work for us. It works in the favor of the um, of the uh, Caucasian individual. That's the reason why they keep asking us to have faith in something that is only used and benefit them. I'm a living witness of that. And I'm sure there's uh, millions of other um, black men out here who feel the same way or who've been in the same uh, situation. No, uh-uh. It's not going to happen. See, they want you like Reverend Al. See, they want you just, we got to pray. We got to say no justice and no peace and, and, and no racist police. Like, I don't care about that crap. They don't care. Well, you saw the brothers went out there the other day. Well, Amar Arbery tooled up. And if you saw that video, they didn't come down there where them brothers were at. They stayed away from them, didn't they? They didn't go treat those brothers like the brothers are getting treated in New York, did they? Nope. Nope, nope. So with that being said, black people have every right to defend themselves. Matter of fact, every person, I don't care who you are, if you're an American citizen, you have every right to protect yourself and your family, everyone. The Second Amendment is for everybody, not just for the Mazungus. It's for everybody. And you should responsibly and legally purchase your firearms, go to the shooting range, learn your, your um, firearms that you have, secure them properly so it won't get into the wrong hands or anything like that. And that's it. And protect yourself. The police they can't get there and protect you no way. Especially if you're black, you definitely ain't got no protection. And when Gregory McMichael come up on you, or, or let's say if, if, if you know, Ahmaud Arbery had a firearm, he'd still be alive right now. He would. Because he, he would have saw them pull out on him, and he would have pulled out on them. And then it would have been a, a shootout at the OK Corral. Yeah, uh, Trayvon Martin would be alive, too. That. They want us as black folks to be the victim all the time. Yes, they do. They don't have no problem talking about, oh, well, they was arrested. Yeah, for their protection. That's what they was arrested for. Well, we supposed to be satisfied with that? No, y'all pull stunts with y'all let them get off. Well, we already know not to trust you. And what Charlemagne said was right. We don't trust your system. Your system is crap. Your system is racialized. The same people that killed... Um, Armand Arbery is the same people that's running the system. Case in point, the, the old man, Gregory McMichael, he was in that system and he didn't have no law enforcement uh, certification or anything, but yet he was in that system. So why should black people trust that system? I mean, come on now. But the, the point of me making this video 
is not, not even what Charlemagne said, and which is I agree with. The point for me and the point I'm trying to make is that host. She's on team white supremacy. And remember, this is a left wing Democrat outlet. Yep. Telling black people continue to be victimized, continue to be in a position where you can't do nothing for yourself. Exactly. It's not going to it's not going to be good in the big picture. But she would not tell white people that. Oh, I couldn't be on a show like that and tell me that. And I'm like, listen, why are you telling white people that? Have you told white people stop buying guns? I think I sure haven't told you, heard you tell white people that. I mean, if you did, show me the video. But every time we get, we getting just slaughtered out here. Just because they want to go run up on us. No, everything that happened to that brother was a crime and he had every right to defend himself according to the Second Amendment. But leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this particular host here on MSNBC. I'll repeat that again. MSNBC, not Fox News. They, they trust me. I'm telling you, this, this this new 2020, for sure, 2020 Democrat Party, they are so anti-black. And they show it. They really, really show it. So that's his opinion, ladies and gentlemen, on the uh, host, uh, Alex, uh, the twit. I mean, uh, Alex, uh, twit. Or tweet. I'll get it right eventually. But, uh, uh, yeah, she was clearly bothered by uh, the comments of uh, Charlemagne when he's clearly telling uh his uh brothers and sisters listen y'all defend yourselves do it legally go out there and buy your legal firearm get yourself properly trained obtain the proper permits if you want to uh uh have a concealed uh uh carry permit or even if you want to go further and get you an open carry permit, but at least you can have something on yourself or in your home to protect yourself. Just like um, uh, uh, Kenneth Walker, he, he attempted to um, protect his uh, uh, wife. Protect his fiance or girlfriend or whatever uh, 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 name you want to give her. He was unsuccessful because there were more officers than there was of him. I mean, he was alone. And it was three of them. So that was uh, uh, three guns uh, against one. And even then he managed to uh, nick one of them in the leg. Because if he had not have probably done that, I'm not surprised that uh, both of them would have been murdered in their own homes. Thank God that he had that firearm. That that's probably the reason why he's still alive today. Anyway, I digress. I, I appreciate you guys uh, uh, tuning in for another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. We have to do something, guys. We have to uh, make a stand right now.
This is what uh, Charlemagne is uh, telling you to do. This is what uh, uh, the fly Nubian queens are telling you to do. This is what Phil Scott is telling you to do. That it is time that we change up from the old way of thinking, get that slave mentality uh, uh, mind away from yourself. Get that, get that, uh, we forgive uh, our open enemies for killing us on a daily basis. Y'all better go sit your, your, um, Ignorant cells down somewhere with that mess. We need to protect ourselves. God is in the business for forgiveness. Let him handle his business and you handle yours. Start protecting your family. The copyright disclaimer of 1976 of the Fair Use Act and the title 17, section 107 allowances is made for the purpose uh, such as a uh, criticism comment news reporting teaching scholarships and research fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing nonprofit educational or personal use tends to balance in the favor of fair use i want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of uh chilling with teddy g i want y'all to have yourselves uh a safe and a blessed day and please please uh follow support and share the show all monthly donations are going right back into the operation of this podcast so i would appreciate it very much if you find it uh this show interesting and to your liking to make a, a monthly donation and uh the, but at least uh click that follow button and click that share button and share it with uh, everybody that you know thanks again for listening have a safe and a blessed day